Dear Wonderwall, We met at a very young age. We crash and burn, often through rage. You would sit right beside me on a yellow school bus. I would ignore you with my friends. Oftentimes we would play and act as actors who had no worries. But here we are, 30 years later, and I reminisce an imaginary friend, dear Wonderwall. I never quite knew what to think of you. I never quite knew how to share you. I never quite knew where you came from, why you existed. Who planted the cement between the bricks of you. How you got to be so strong, no one could cross you. No one could throw their rope over you and climb you. But here you are so strong, chiseled, dear Wonderwall. Through the years, of course, we've traveled. I rode my bike next to you. I couldn't quite share with you my real friends because you are a Wonderwall. Dear Wonderwall. Within the new oceans, that is, let's say I would walk into a classroom and you would follow. My seat would be right there and somehow yours would appear too. I will look outside the windows and wish you and I could just take flight and be one with the wind that is free outside, seemingly carelessly and abundantly drifting between branches and leaves. Dear Wonderwall, in fact, it was actually you that was holding me back from being able to venture outside with dirt, grass, and clouds that would rise. Eventually, I would share with the ones who would watch me. So be it a parent, so be it my grandmother, so be it a cousin or auntie. But that sharing would have come till years later when I would understand you much better. Between those years, I made money with you. You watched me have sex with girls that would eventually exit my life. You were next to me and amplified through heartbreaks. I studied for college tests with you. I applied for many jobs with you. I ran with you, dreamed with you, visioned with you. And like the moments with you when I would look outside and 
stand some test of time that we will make it out there. You somehow found your way into my luggage and your imaginary friend would find its way into my carry-on. And where there was a MD-80, McDonnell Douglas jet engine, or a Boeing 737, there you were, dear Wonderwall. I don't know how we've managed to venture this long. And you not have a name. Though many uh, people have given you a name outside of my understanding of who you are now. That's a much different understanding. That's a much different perspective. But somehow, some way, we're some kind of connected network of existence. You live with me. This is the transition between when a boy is released from the current state so that the man shall appear. Dear Wonderwall. How else am I supposed to be if all I've ever known was you next to me? Late fall, December, was it maybe 20, 2007? You were right there when a black cop pulled his gun on me in Las Vegas, Nevada, because he thought I was a thug, even though I was just trying to get my roommate to school after having gotten off the wrong exit and ended up in a very disturbed area of that town. You left. What then became was your cape. Because what then transpired thereafter was many reiterations of images that I see your friends project. I say all this to come to a conclusion that I no longer want to travel with you. I no longer want to ignore you, nor do I even care to share you. But that's ironic because here I am speaking about you. Dear Wonderwall. Last but not least, I will say, there was once a time when you stood and stared at me while I suffered. I couldn't quite understand what the suffering was for, but when it comes down to it, we knew what it was. Dear Wonderwall, you stood right there. I had no money for anything to go forward. I had no one who would understand but you. Just a wall, a brick wall that with both my palms I would set against the bricks and the cement in between and say, this is where I stop. I will no longer live like this, nor be like this, because maybe this wall is just that, 
my hands, and my imagination of you. And you laughed. And then you sat there and told me to write about it because we were going to be leaving this existence to another place. We'd be leaving this existence and leaving behind a note you told me to write where certain possessions would be allocated to people we love. And you told me to do this because I couldn't exist with you. It had to be one of us. Dear Wonderwall. So I have to say, without a name, without a face, but just my imaginary disgrace, I free me to free you. To say, ever since I met you as a very, very young child, you are me and I am you. I love it when we coexist as a beast for all time is due. And that is now. Aren't you so proud that I let you go? But we still haven't given you a name. But I think once I do that, that is when I leave behind the shame. Now I go with words to flow and a breath to blow. I wanted this so bad, only to find out you wanted it just as bad as I did. So we meet at the place where two, scar two stars will crash. And ever so often, I'll say hi and wave. Because together we are brave. Together we are free. Now I must name you and let things be. Therefore, your name, Anxiety. Good morning, good evening, good night, ladies and listeners, gentlemen, readers. This is Bud Talks Podcast, episode 215. Thank you.